0: Once forged in the fires of PR and journalism, Curtis Dewar and Corey Westbrook united to create C Squared. Now on our podcast, we interview musicians and other industry professionals to give you an inside look on how to take your music to the next level.
1: Hello and welcome to another edition of the C Squared Podcast. Your host Curtis, and my co-host Aliyah and we're back once again with Mr. Joshua Toomey of the Talk To Me podcast slash Not Fest uh, slash Bands and other stuff. <laughs> he's done a lot of stuff, so I can't even remember all the shit he's done. But uh, he's been around for a while. He's interviewed probably everybody and their dog by this point. Uh, Pretty so much. We, yeah. So we've decided that we were going to talk to him again. This is his third or fourth time here. I don't even know. Do you know?
2: I don't know. Well, it's, it's been
1: a lot. He's been here. He's been here quite a bit. I think he's the <laughs> uh, most recurring guest so far, uh, which is kind of neat. But we're going to talk about interviews today and um, get his expertise on it from the perspective of what you as a musician should be expecting and what you should be doing. So check it over to Aliyah to get us rolling here.
0: All right. I'm not going to ask you for the summary of who you are and what you do, because people <laughs> can go back and listen there we go. to prior episodes with you on it to get get the, uh, the gist of it. Um, what, what, uh, interviews have you been doing lately to me that you want to tell people about what, what's the most interesting interview you did lately?
2: The most interesting interview I've done recently. Um, actually I talked a little bit about it before we started recording, but I just did a really long talk with Craig Owens of Chiodos and drugs fame. Um, that's one of my favorite all time singers. And I, I know he's got a bad rap and I've, I know some people that have played music with him over the years and he's probably not the most pleasant person to work with so i was kind of nervous going into the interview but man he was he was a great interview and uh that'll be out in a couple of weeks uh upcoming on the talk to me podcast um dave thinks of skid row that's a childhood hero so nice. that was a that was a fantastic interview he was a talker uh we'll get into that and what made him such a great interview um and then i just did i think 16 interviews at louder than life um you know, ranging from you know In Flames and Apocalyptica to Plush and uh, you know a few other bands. Taipei, Houston, Vended. Uh, my boss at Knotfest was there, so I I interviewed him about his uh, his charity work that he does and things like that. So yeah, man, I I had a uh, uh, I've had a lot of interviews over the last couple of weeks, and it's funny you even bring that up because with the podcast, I'm like, well, do I do more commentary with my co-host Chris Akin. Do we do more interviews? And we had a talk at Fest, and it's like, all right, well, let's focus more on the talk with Chris Aiken. you know, two dudes talking commentary on music and whatever. And I was like, all right, fine. I'm not going to do as many interviews. And bam, I've done like 20 interviews in the last two weeks. So that's the universe telling me Funny how that works. An idiot. Yes.
1: <laughs> I, I have a follow-up question this to me. So how do you keep the interview fresh as a journalist when you're doing 20 in one week i would get fucking bored dude i couldn't do it
2: um just i i i didn't like like this was the first year that i had a at not fit not com email address for louder than life i've i've covered Fair. louder than life i think for six years i went i went the first year as a fan every year since then as as a a, a media member this year was the first year that my email address was like a not fest email address so i don't know if that you know, made, made things differently, but man, my email, my inbox got bombarded with just, you know, Hey, can you interview this person? Can you interview that person? Can you interview this person? And there was a hundred bands at this festival. And I was like, I'm just going to cherry pick. And I took a couple of the younger bands that, that, that were, that are still kind of coming up. And I tried to keep it to, you know, bands I wanted to talk to, or they had a story that I, you know, knew something about, but uh, I mean, one of my first interviews of the day was apocalyptica and they kind of just came up and said, Hey, can you interview apocalyptica for me? And I knew their tour manager, which long story short from years ago. And I was like, yeah, man, I can do that for you. And I had to sit there and like, take five seconds and go like, what do I know about apocalyptica? All right. They have the cellos. They got the Metallica ties. They did a song with Corey Taylor. They did a song with, you know, the guy from three days grace. And so you sit down and you just try to try to put together an interview, but, um, for the most part, you know, I, I I really tried not to do like a form uh, questionnaire for this one. You know, what's your favorite pizza topping? You know, any of that stuff. You know, if you you know if you were a a, a fruit, what fruit would it be? You know, you don't want to. I try to stay away from that stuff, and I tried to get you know you know ten minute interview out of everybody talking about their new album, maybe trying to find something in the past. Um, I had Monty Pittman, who plays in Ministry now. But he was also the guitar player for Madonna, and he wrote, uh, played some guitar on a Sporty Spice record. So I thought, you know, I was like, let's just pull, pull some of that out. And he was like, man, you know, those girls are great. And he was talking about all the Spice Girls that would come out to the uh, Madonna shows when he played, just trying to find that little nugget that kind of gets people talking. And um, that, I mean, just to keep it fresh, I like talking to people. And, uh, you know, if you have a cool story or you're out there trying to, you know, further your music career, I'm always here to talk.
1: Uh, I don't have another follow-up, if you were waiting for one.
0: Okay. Um, So, it's interesting, I feel like you have to have such a a massive knowledge just kind of sitting in your brain as an interviewer to be able to just, you know, do an impromptu interview like that. Um, Do you, did you like prep, when you're going into like a festival situation like that, do you like prep some knowledge about all of the bands, or how do you handle that?
2: Yeah, with this one I I all of the interviews that I had booked, I had at least, you know, a sheet of of paper, you know, a little bit of notes here and there, the new album when it came out, who they're on tour with, all the all the basics and then like I said kind of go go into um maybe something in their past. And I I did give every artist because I mean it was, you know, 16 interviews over, but it was over 4 days and, you know, one day it was only two interviews, one day it was like five. So it wasn't all at one time, back to back to back to back. So I, I did have some time to breathe because I have done, I've done actual podcasts like three or four in a row at like 30 to 45 minutes a piece. And you're having like full on conversations with these people. And by the end of the day, you're just, your, your brain is fried. So this wasn't that bad. Um, you know, that you, if, if you can just do you know do the new album, do the tour, you know, that's, two or three, four or five minutes. What's the future of the band? That's a couple of minutes at the end. You just got to kind of find something for the middle. So, I mean, it's not as, as crazy as it sounds, I guess.
1: So to get into the swing of things, um, cause we could probably ask you all these types of things for hours here. Um, so the main focus we wanted to go over today was what you look for as an interviewer when you are interviewing a band, like from the musician's perspective, I guess. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: but we're talking Maybe to you.
0: Curtis is actually getting us back on the rails for I'm once. I'm getting us on the rails
1: for once, I know. Um, but so you've been both. So right now, from a journalistic perspective, I guess, let's start that off. Sorry, my phone decides to go off right when I'm talking. Yeah, mine um, too. So, um, So what do you expect as a journalist that the band should know or do when they come into an interview?
2: Uh, I I think most of them, I mean, as long as they're just there, they know that they're there to talk and to sell themselves. I think that's the most uh, that you want out of an interview because I mean, I've gotten some interviews in the past and and nothing's coming off the top of my head but tough to get through, you know, hitting that 10 minute mark you're just you're just pulling stuff out of them. And, and you're like, you're the one out here trying to sell something not me like I'm not trying to sell you know, myself or anything else. I'm trying to help you sell your record or sell you this, that, and the other thing. So I guess the main thing is just to be honest and and try to have a couple of stories. I know that the, some of these press days can get long, you know, like to where I did five or six interviews in a day. They, like like when I was hanging out and Jelly Roll showed up, Jelly Roll popped out of his his uh, uh, golf cart. I talked to his tour manager and I was like, hey, I've been talking to the management uh, you know if you get a couple of minutes you know he can sit down with me and we'll talk and and he goes he goes man we get we have two hours of interviews and we're already 15 minutes late and the way those festivals kind of book stuff is in 15 minute increments so he did eight back-to-back interviews in two hours you know and he's got to bring himself to every interview because even though it's eight at one time it's eight different outlets and they've got a they've got to you know kind of have maybe something a little bit different for everybody but I think just being open, honest, having a good time, you know, just trying not to, you know, one up the, uh, the interviewer. I think that's, that's the main thing. Just, just be, be yourself, have a good time, t- you know, talk, talk about, I mean, we're here to talk about you, you know, I, I, I want to ask you questions about you, Um, you know, kind of, kind of going into that, uh, I keep bringing up the Craig Owens thing, but uh, that was the most recent was, mm-hmm. you know, he, I'm such a big fan of his, but I don't, I don't know a ton about that band. That's not one of those bands where I could probably pull off a, you know, 30 minute interview off the cuff, probably, nah, I probably could, but, <laughs> but I was still curious because I was asking questions. that I didn't know the answer to when sometimes you do, you ask questions knowing the answer already, you just kind of want the story for your show or something like that. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. But with him, I wanted to know like, you know, what truly wanted to know how he got into music, how he found out that he had that voice, how he, You know, was he growing up around music as a kid? Did his parents, you know, all that stuff. And we kind of got into that and that was fun. And I think most artists and people getting interviewed are narcissistic enough to want to talk about themselves. So that's always nice.
1: Okay, so is there a, what is the main difference in your opinion between interviewing an established artist versus a new one? I know you mainly handle established ones now. (laughs) I know that, but what is the main difference when you're dealing with those with with newbies versus seasoned veterans I guess
2: well i'll, I'll just use myself as an example i sure. i got sent uh, a couple of radio interviews that my band did when we were like 19 you know i was like 19 17 18 19 and i got it back and i was listening to it and i said i sent the guy a message i was just like i am so sorry because i mean we were we were making inside jokes and just you know nothing Every, every question had a dumb answer and we were just like, nobody was taking it seriously. And it was, it was pretty annoying listening to it as a, as a 40 year old listening to my 20 year old self, um, talk about like, I knew the jokes still, but I know that anybody listening had no idea what we were talking about. And I could tell the host was like trying to keep it on the, on the rails, much like Curtis does. Cause Curtis is always good about keeping I, everything on. I the have list. never been right. except 100%. for today ever. <laughs> but uh but yeah i mean just just i i've said this a lot i mean you you get like a a seasoned vet and you know you say hey i you know we're gonna interview tonight at seven at seven o'clock on the dot your phone rings your your zoom opens up boom there's the artist if you've got 15 20 minutes with them at at the 15 20 minute mark they know that they're wrapping it up i mean they're they're pros about it but you get some of these Uh, or yeah unless if (laughs) i think but you know that going in with him but a lot of the younger bands you know you say hey let's let's interview tonight at seven seven ten rolls around you hit them a message oh i forgot hang on a second let me jump on here you know and then they they don't have any good answers and you know that's the one thing i think just just know what you know what you want to talk about so even if the interviewer stinks you can kind of you know turn the turn the interview any which way you want to get your story out there
1: so
0: that's a really good uh that's a really good tip to just just know what you want to say yeah
1: i want i wanted the leah to uh jump in and start asking because she's the musician well you're a musician too but you know what i mean like she's the musician (laughs) out of the two of us right um i want to know what she would be Curious well, about- I
0: mean, that was kind of one of the questions that I thought of, like, what, what's the difference between um, doing a, a, a season or uh, interviewing a seasoned veteran versus a, a newer, younger or newer musician? Um, what are some of the mistakes that you uh, see younger bands making that you think they could remedy? Um-
2: simple yes or no answers anything like that like i I interviewed a band the other day and they were they were a younger band they were older musicians but they were a new band kind of put it that way right but i'm much more of a conversationalist when it comes to an interview and so i started out the interview with i love the new album It made me think of this made me think of that you know uh kind of praising the album waiting for them to be like oh thanks you know we put a lot of hard work and time into this one and and we you know this is the statement we wanted to make or something like that and I I gave them a good minute or two of praise and they just said thank you and then it kind of stopped me and I was like oh uh so uh, where did you record you know I had to go into interview mode but I was kind of waiting for kind of a uh, the volley and they they just kind of you know grabbed the ball and and kept it
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. Cause you probably gave them plenty of stuff they could like bounce off on and right. like start a conversation off of and not nothing. Right. I could see that happening for sure, just depending on whether people are seasoned conversationalists or not. Um,
1: I'm curious about like Okay. Cause how, how many people do you think is too many to interview at once to me? Oh, um, I do
2: not like interviewing more than. I don't, honestly if i can just keep it to one yeah i want i want one yeah two i'm, I'm okay saying. with but like once you get into all right curtis you know what do you think about the new album okay Aliyah, do you think that you know what do you think about what curtis said about the new album you're kind of like yeah. trying to make sure everybody's involved and um and that that's kind of when it cut or you do like the same the stuff like you know curtis what do you feel about your new album okay, Aaliyah, same question to you. You know, you should start doing that type of stuff. And it's kind of, it's, it's. I don't like kind of playing that part of the interviewer. I like having conversation, but, but then, you know, you know, that's how it works.
1: Meanwhile, we both have uh, co-hosts for podcasts and uh, we we tag team on people.
0: Well, and I think it's just, it kind of depends on the chemistry of the band members, right? Like uh, I know for our band, we had, everybody just wanted to talk, to me and the singer because we're the girls and we're not the songwriters or anything like we don't know anything about well we we know about that side of things but you know it was like well you probably want the songwriter on no and everybody so wants the like girl people, but right. yeah everybody wants to talk to the girls because they don't get to talk to girls that often exactly <laughs>
1: there you go they, they gotta but
0: practice yeah i feel like if a band has the right chemistry like you can bounce you can ask the question one time, and mm-hmm. then they can kind of talk amongst themselves and give a um, sort of nuanced answer from everyone's perspective. And they they just have to make sure that they're comfortable invading each other's conversation space,
2: yeah. the um I, I, I go back to Heidi from Butcher babies a lot, how how you know she used she used to be in media, so she's kind of got that media background. But I, I interviewed. It was her and uh, Lena, uh, Lena from uh, uh, Infected, Infected Rain, Rain, and they were all three together. And so I would kind of throw a question into them, and then Heidi would take it, and she would be like, "What did you think, Lena? What did you think, Carl?" You know, like it was. It was kind of funny how that yeah. that that interaction worked. But yeah, for the most part, I I really like to do one on one type stuff. You get a little bit more personal that way too um and kind of back to the you know where everybody wanted to interview you know you and your singer it's funny when i think back to like my early bands like me or like an, you know me being the bass player is probably gonna be the last person get to get interviewed but i'm probably gonna talk more about the music and if you were to, to interview our singer he would be like i don't know like i, I, I didn't really write the song i don't know I, right. I wrote the lyrics but you know he he's not very uh, conversationalist and not very uh you know, open like that. He wasn't one of those flamboyant front men. So I think if you, if we would have gotten tons of interviews back then, it'd probably be like, you probably want to talk to the bass player or one of the guitar players.
1: <laughs> so, okay. So to me, let me ask you this then, because you kind of brought it up then. What if um, you get in touch to talk to a certain band and you really want to talk to a specific member, but the publicist of the band only wants to give you a certain person? I want to, um, I want to see how you deal with that then because you just brought that up indirectly.
2: <laughs> um, kind of depends on the band. Um, one of the the uh, I actually talked about it on my podcast, so it's not like it's a secret or anything like that. But like recently, the you know, new Lamb of God album comes out, and they like, hey, would you like to speak to Willie, guitar player from Lamb of God? I'm like, that sounds perfect. So I I start doing the interview questions, and that this is the one part because if I get told i'm going to do a certain member of the band i'm going to curtail the interview to that certain member of the band so if if you're sitting there on the zoom and another member pops up kind of throws you all all out of whack because you can't be Mm -hmm. like so what do you think willie would have thought about you know this but uh so i got offered willie and then uh he came back through as as john campbell the bass player like confirmation john campbell blah 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 and i was like i just had john on the show you know can i get anybody else and it was like it's like, all right, well, you get. Okay, how about Mark Morton? And before I could even reply to Mark Morton, it was like, how about Art Cruz? And I was like, fine. I was like, whatever. I, I basically got everybody but Randy and Lamb of God offered to me in like an hour span. Um, and then it, at Louder Than Life, there's a band called Bayside, who I'm not the biggest fan of, but their bass player does a Star Wars podcast with the bass player from Story of the Year that I do enjoy. So when I saw that Bayside was available for interviews. I was like, Hey, is Nick available? And they actually rolled me back. They're like, well, we don't know if Nick's going to be doing interviews that day, but if he is, you know, you can have him. And so, um, I didn't know until Nick walked over to do the interview that I was actually going to get him, but you know, we talked Bayside and then he also has a podcast, um, and, uh, that he plays music on. And then he also has the star Wars podcast. So like that was, that was a very easy interview. Like, what do you think about the Disney star Wars <laughs> You know that type of stuff? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I've gotten a little bit more kind of just direct with the publicist, and be like, "Hey, would you like to speak to you know, insert band name now?" And i will be like, all right, yeah, but I would really like to speak to this person. And most of the time they they they're okay with that. They typically don't write back and like, well, he doesn't do interviews, uh, things like that. so so it's it's normally all right and and in a weird way, I mean, most people want to hear from the singer and and you know, obviously the uh, uh maybe the more faces of the band it's tough to get you know one of the guys in the background
1: yeah it's kind of weird because you just it's just an offhand comment that nobody wants to talk to the bassist, but no. except for motley Crue, but i think motley Crue is the only band in the history yeah. of metal where the spokesperson was the bassist. just an <laughs> observation i just realized but right. um back on the rails though for a brief minute uh because we got about five minutes Thank you, left Curtis. you're welcome because we got about five minutes left um Wow, we've been going through this a lot. So, what would be your top tip? This is my final question before I give it to Aaliyah. What would be your top tip for a musician getting prepared to be interviewed by someone? Newbie, newbie, newbie.
2: Ah, uh, new interview. Um, I I guess just truly just go into it, basically wanting to tell what you want them to know. You know, just if you if you're gonna be interviewed, because let's see because nobody knows who you are. So you need to let everybody know who you are. And if the questions are generic and, and silly, I mean, you, there are still some very poor interviewers out there that are, that are, you, you know, where did the band name come from and, and stuff like that. And unless it's, unless, you know, there's a cool story behind the band name, maybe like leave that one alone. But, uh, you know, you know, just, just because, because you can take kind of any question you want and answer it a little bit and then kind of skew it to something else um i recently did an i did i did an interview for uh i was interviewed for uh uh, a podcast called the lucy's record shop podcast and it's a club that i played in the 90s and so that the lady that ran the club knew me as a kid selling out shows at this club and she 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 knew all that stuff firsthand so she was able to kind of like ask me those like the questions i want to talk about like you know, how did the band get together? What did you think about this? Like, you know, I, I remember seeing the guys that I ended up being in a band with when they walked into a room and I was like, those are the coolest guys I've ever seen, you know? And, and, uh, and she kind of got to ask those questions and, and it, the nostalgia in me too was just blowing up. So I, I loved answering those questions and kind of going down memory lane with that type stuff. But with a new band, I mean, you just definitely have to get out there and, and, you know, I guess, wade through all of the, the ridiculous questions. And, you know, if your press release says anything about anybody that of note, know you're going to have to answer questions about it. Like if your album was produced by a producer that worked with nine inch nails, you know, make sure you have a cool story about that guy. Try to have some good stories, man. Just be a good storyteller. I guess.
0: (laughs) Just be a good storyteller is easier said than done, but yeah but you're
2: talking about yourself. So, I mean, I feel like you should be, you know, you want to, you know, get out there. You want to you know. talk about
0: yourself in a way that's interesting though. Right. You know, um, um
1: I have a quick question if I may, Aaliyah. do we have time? Go ahead. Yeah. Well, this, okay. So shield the wings, for example, cause they're a newer band. I'm just going to use you guys as an example here. So let's say shield of wings, uh, gets interviewed by you. Um, but, it's not really going well. I shouldn't say shield the wings because it's a bad example. But yeah, because you're, you're you're saying we're not. Yeah, yeah. No, it I it know, up. I know, I know. I I yeah. should have said shield the wings. But okay, but the interview is going off the rails. What can the band do themselves to handle that to help the help the interviewer, if that makes sense?
2: Um, the way you're saying it, it kind of sounds like might there might be multiple people in the room.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. There.
2: All right. Well. So I'll I'll give it to you this way I'll um when 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 my old band got back together for this reunion show we did we 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 did a live stream and so the guy that actually interviewed me back 20 years ago we had him uh, moderate it because he was the local radio disc jockey back in the 90s and 2000s so I was like hey man will you moderate this this live stream so all five of the band and then uh, our our good friend Al John Go jumped on the um uh, the live stream. And I could tell Al John was kind of, kind of petering out a little bit and he, he wasn't kind of taking, he wasn't taking the interview kind of the way that I wanted it to go. That's so, what I was meaning. Yeah. So I, yeah. I jumped in and uh, I was like, you know, let me ask a question or, or, Hey, Hey Trey, do you remember that time that we played that crappy club and your guitar got stolen? Like just trying to keep it, keep it going. Cause I could tell he was, he was getting lost, uh, trying to keep. Everything on track. He wasn't doing a very you know, he wasn't being Curtis, you know, wasn't keeping things on track.
1: Not keeping on track. (laughs) That's all I got, Aaliyah.
0: That's all we have time for today, unfortunately. Um, So we'll have to have you back soon. We have so many things more we can talk to you about. Um, Thanks again for coming on today.
2: You are welcome. As always, yeah, just let me know.
0: For sure. And to everyone listening, I hope you heard something helpful for you today. And until next time, make like a bull and throw those horns up. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help spread the word by leaving us a five-star review on your platform of choice. You can also join the conversation by following us on any social media and suggesting guests or topics you'd like to learn more about. Thanks for listening to C Squared.